Dan, gentlemen, that sound you hear is the itch for the Switch It Up show. My name is Glenn, and I am joined by the wonderful Mr. Seth Trav. How are you today, sir? Sir, I am scratching and I am picking away because I got so many uh, games to talk about. Not really, just one. I'm excited, though. You got one. You got (laughs) one. That's no problem, my man. I need you to you know stifle your excitement and like you know bottle up that anticipation because it's not a race my man unlike my first game which in fact is a race but before we get to that let's let these sweet beers ride Anamanaguchi, ladies and gentlemen. Wonderful music by a wonderful band for hopefully what will be a wonderful game with Inertial Drift, which is available right now on the Nintendo eShop for $19.99. Coming in at a you know a crisp Andrew Jackson. <laughs> a little higher than our normal amount, but hey. We are checking this out from the great people over at Level 191 Entertainment, published by our awesome awesome friends at p-cube oh yeah <laughs> we do we do all types of p-cube games like oh you know, yes like, we do all types they've, now, got, they've got a few in their catalog <laughs> yes they do <laughs> they're not all inertial drift though Forget everything you know about drifting. Set in a 90s retro future, Inertial Drift is an arcade racer with a devastatingly unique handling model and unbelievably satisfying twin-stick drift mechanics. Inertial Drift offers a whole new level of accessibility and challenge to the arcade racing genre for a driving experience genuinely unlike anything you've ever played before. It features unique twin-stick controls for precise drifting. The right-hand stick gives you total control over your drift, intuitive for new players and uniquely challenging for pros. 16 fiercely individual cars, each vehicle is a totally different beast with unique characteristics to master. Get behind the wheel and try to tame the sports hatchbacks, the coupes, the supercars, and more! 20 demanding tracks tear through neon streets, race around rural template temple complexes, and hurdle down winding mountain passes. It is set in a 90s retro future. Bold and distinctive environments set beneath neon pink sunsets and twilight skies. Sun's single-player story mode is perfect for your craft through a mixing of races, head-to-heads, time trials, and style showdowns. It has local and online multiplayer. You think you've mastered the perfect drift? What better way to prove it than online? Whew. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they also don't say that there's a story mode in here, which is pretty cool. You don't really <laughs> see that. Why are you laughing? They didn't even say it. No. No, they did not. <laughs> and I thought one of the sto- story modes actually stood out to me because I don't know if you remember Ladies and gentlemen, although the average age of the people who listen to this show are actually, you know, older than you think. So you might remember Road Rash. Yeah. Uh, where you would actually just ride atop a motorcycle, race, and, like, beat your other people to death. <laughs> as yeah, you were racing yeah. around. <laughs> you could get, like, a chain, a baton. It was wild. But in that game, in addition to a regular race, you actually had a story uh, where you would be racing and, like, you know, uncovering the story. And Inertial Drift has one, and it's very much like a visual novel type of story as you're as you're watching it. It's cool, an interesting blend. I hadn't seen that in a racing game, um, like, lately. 
And this one kind of takes the same type of aesthetic as like a super ultra modern uh, 90s outrun, uh, if you will. That's your type of, um, you know, that's the, I feel like the aesthetic they're going for um, with, the, with the colors and the music uh, and even the positioning of the camera. Um, that's uh, honestly what initially, um, you know, drifted me towards this game. <laughs> drifted oh, me. Um, because I, I saw it and I was like, whoa, this looks like a neon like outrun. I'm like, I, I definitely want to play it. And drifting is something in this game that you, you have to do it. It's not, uh, it's not really an option. Um, it, it would be very difficult for you to stay competitive or even I feel like in some cases in order to complete one of the races if you're not drifting. Um, you need to be doing it because in my experience with the cars, there's a lot of really cool ones. They all have different, uh, like vastly different stats and handling. But for the most part, you're going to have a very hard time turning a corner unless you're drifting. Unless you're drifting, um, which is fine, uh, and I do agree with them. The twin stick for the the control of the car is cool. Uh, basically, I feel like you, you kind of have to think of it like you almost have two steering wheels. Like the um, the left stick is like you're just your regular wheel, and then the right stick is your back two wheels. Um, so. When you're turning, you should be turning with both. Uh, and you definitely can get a much better drift going on when you let go of the gas. And that's a hard time for me in a racing game because I try my best never to. In Mario Kart, I never let go of the gas. It is exceedingly rare. Um, and and unless, <laughs> right. you're, unless you're drifting in that. And drifting in that is a little bit more forgiving than drifting in this. Because depending on how fast you're going... Um, if you, if you hit the, the, the really hard drift, uh, your back wheels can easily come out and they, they won't like go around in front of you, uh, but you can definitely find yourself running perpendicular to the racetrack and then you're just you're just slowing down. The car doesn't roll over or anything like that, which would be cool if it did, uh, but you can spend a lot of time trying to correct your drift depending on how you know how you're doing it. Um, that uh, enough cars would just fly by you and you'd be kind of left in the dust, uh, so to speak. So you definitely do need to work on and practice the drift. But as I started to play it more and more, and I kind of got the feeling that, okay, when it comes time to drift, I got to use both sticks, I got to let go of the accelerator, and then I can go ahead and drift, and I can get the control back a little easier. Um, I definitely had a better time with it once I started to do that. Uh, and the graphics, the music, I love it. It, it looks and it sounds uh, great. I just feel like it can... I feel like it could control a little bit better, but I understand that that's the main thing of this game uh, is that you are dealing with a different uh, aspect of racing, of controlling the car, uh, and they're taking what is normally like a cool thing that you can do to help you in a racing game to making it one of the things that are at the forefront of the game. So if you ever ever play a racing game and you're like, oh, yo, I love drifting, like I want to drift all the time. This is the game. <laughs> this is the game that you want to play. Tokyo it's, Drift never leaves my DVD player. Absolutely, like it's in the name of the game, so you can't you can't really fault them for that. Uh, I like Inertia Drift. Again, this game's twenty bucks, which is fine. Like it looks good. Like, it definitely it definitely looks like it's worth twenty dollars, uh, and it's fun. It's just uh, you know it's a little. I feel like it's a little pricey for a racing game. But you're not just getting a racing game. You're also getting the story, um, the story mode, which I feel like is unique to uh, games that are in this in this genre. So, like, this one I have a little bit of mixed feelings about, uh, but uh, because of what it does, how it looks, um, and uh, some of the modes that are in it that I feel like are unique, I'm going to give this game a 4 out of 5. Nice. Yeah, it's a little higher than I would initially, uh, you know, I feel like it I feel like it deserves it. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I just need more time uh, to get a little bit better at it, and I'm sure my score will be better. Sounds very nice. It is. Uh, <laughs> game I reviewed today uh, is actually on the PlayStation 4. Uh, because we do switch it up here. 
called Reflection of Mine. And when you purchase it, you'll actually save $30 or 30%. Uh, the offer ends on 11 21 20 Currently, will be $5.59. If you don't get it uh, in this time frame now, it's going to be $7.99. Uh, help Lily Witchkin. A young girl who has dissociative identity disorder. Discover which personality is the real one and uncover a dark plot as Lily navigates her mindscape. Control two different characters at the same time as you attempt to get to the exit by navigating both personalities through a multitude of traps. Each side of the stage is different for each of the personalities, so be cautious. Can you solve the broken puzzle that is Lily Witchkin's mind? It features more than 10 hours of gameplay, 55 unique puzzles with a big variety of mechanics, 10 stages in arcade mode, control 10 different unique personalities. And I'm going to throw this out there, ladies and gentlemen, you can play this game on the PlayStation 5 if you're one of the people who's lucky enough to get one and isn't a scalper. (laughs) It is from our good friends over at Taliak Games, and they call it a horror adventure puzzle. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to put things into perspective for you, this is one of those puzzle games where you have just two things. Any direction you go with one, the other one's going to go the same. And you've basically just got to keep standing in front of things so that way you can move one independently while the other one waits. Um, If that sounds familiar to you and you're good at those kinds of games, you're going to have a great, great time with this one. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about the music. I thought it was super creepy. They did a really good job of setting an atmosphere. I was surprised by that. Um, the The graphics, it's a little cartoony for me, I want to say. It, it's. I feel like if this was presented almost more realistically, I would have enjoyed it more. Um, it, it feels almost ho- hokey, you know, uh, the, the way the story kind of shakes out. Um, it... It's interesting now, and it and it does genuinely make you feel kind of creeped out. Um, I don't want to go too much into in too much detail of the story because it is a little bit of a twist, a little bit of a shocker there for you. But it, it has some uh, some rather adult themes. It is rated T. Um, we'll leave it at that. Let you figure that one out, ladies and gentlemen. Um, one of the amazing things that this game does, and I really, really credit it for, is that it gives you the ability to essentially ask for a ghost to help you and show you exactly how you need to move. So that way you can get to the next save spot on this path to find the mirror that you'll look into to take you to the next level. It, it That makes this game so much easier. And if you're interested in the story, uh, it will help you get to that very quickly. Um, they don't really mess around with how many times you die uh, before they give you the option to essentially do a, a line running game uh, where, again, it's two people, you know, you're running two down a line and you move left, you move right. You got to avoid things. And you got to keep picking up uh, like little flames. I think they are spirits. Um, and those are the things that are going to give you the hints uh, to get you through the game quicker if you find it frustrating like I did. Um, cause I do, I don't know why there's some of these games. I just find they get tedious at a point. Um, but this had a story that at least made me want to keep going. Um, yeah, overall just being able to, you know, 
have that help when you need it. It's a big, big help. Um, so because of all that, ladies and gentlemen, at that great price, I'm going to give Reflection of Mine a four out of five. Kind of reminds me of like, uh, what was it, Navi from Ocarina of Time, who would occasionally give you some helpful hints, but being able to like summon it whenever you need it. Yeah, being able to summon this thing and to kind of have the game snap at you after like two deaths, being like, "Don't put yourself through this." Just, just you've. It's. I think it literally says you've suffered enough. <laughs> and I'm like, you are correct. Thank you. Be sure to check out the gameplay, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to give us the star ratings because this is the only way we are gonna survive. Uh, tell all your friends, <laughs> you know. Do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. I'm going to be taking back Sunday. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, as Mr. Trav mentioned, we are on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, we're on SoundCloud for the moment. Uh, out, what is it? Overcast. iHeartRadio. If we're out there, um, please, and you're listening, uh, rate us on any one of those services. It'll help us out. Uh, and, of course, remember, ladies and gentlemen, if things ever get boring, you can always switch it up. <laughs>